Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Animal Farm. The show has nothing to do with taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are indeed listening to the infamous, incredible, the one and only Animal Farm. The date today is Tuesday, June the 10th, 2008. My name is Ben Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow economic slaves, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pius, our third radio host, who speaks through sound. Hello. Got a great, ridiculously entertaining show for everyone tonight. We're going to be getting into Fox News propaganda hit piece on Mark Dice. We've also got some Big Brother news, as well as our trademark Animal Farm nonsense news, a, a brand new law or lie. Of course. And your phone calls straight ahead. You are on the farm. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We The People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. Yeah, so, uh, you know, most of you who follow the Animal Farm know that that's not our intro, so we're just throwing you off tonight. Throwing you for a loop. I do love Stevie Ray Vaughan, so you can't go wrong with with uh, his rendition of the Beatles' Tax Man. I think the Beatles wrote that song. My goodness. Well, we're going to start off with the craziness and soften up the Big Brother news. Plenty of that tonight, Ben. Plenty of, of Big Brother police state news. We have Laura Lai. Thank you for the drum roll, Pyeth. <laughs> we're back and forth. Obviously, there was a replay played last week. We are pretty much, uh, cross your fingers, Ben, but we're hopefully ready to broadcast on Thursday from our new location. The double, you know, the, I guess the double studio or the second studio. Satellite studio. The satellite yes. studio. Very professional sounding. I'm very excited. Ben and I were doing that last Thursday, so we were not able to broadcast. So, it was a repeat, but tonight is live. We are live right now. Uh, even though if it was a repeat, that wouldn't make any difference. Anywho, camera <laughs> phone. <laughs> we got some funny articles here, folks. We're going to start you off with them. We have a camera phone ban. For a peeping Tom toilet teen out of Singapore, a Singapore man has been banned from owning a camera phone for a year after he was found guilty of secretly filming a woman in an airport toilet. A newspaper. <laughs> Where do they find the time? A newspaper reported this Tuesday, Samuel Ong, O-N-G, age 19, sneaked into a female toilet at Singapore's Changi Airport earlier this year and used his camera phone to snapshots of a woman from under the cubicle door. Ben, with the internet, I can't understand why. Anybody would do this. Why would you need to do that if, if you have the internet? I mean, camera phones aren't even that good. How? Oh, God. If you're... If, if if you can't find what you need sexually on the internet, you got something wrong with you. It, it really, it's just if someone just I I can't figure it out. Well, then again, I'm not in you know I'm not banned from having a camera phone. So thank goodness the woman caught him doing this in the act and reported him to the police. Oh uh, Samuel Ong, who pleaded guilty, has to do 60 hours of community service, which I think is a light sentence, observe a curfew as part of his sentence, and he's got to continue psychiatric treatment. The Straits Times reported, well, I mean, look, he is a guy, he's a pig, I mean, most guys are. It's true, but uh, you imagine standing in the courtroom in front of everybody, yes. <laughs> just looking at you. Kind of. <laughs> his parents, uh, this is even sadder, his parents also had to sign a uh, 5000 in Singapore dollars, really $3,663 bond, ensuring his good behavior, so they have to, like, ensure oh, that he's going to be... How old is he? He's 19. 
18. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, I promise you my son will never be a, uh, you know, a porn freak again. <laughs> Ang's lawyer pleaded for leniency, saying that Ang was a good student and that he regretted bringing shame to his family. My goodness, this is even more strange. Well, not as strange, but sad. Do you like a porno? Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> New York City doctor pleads guilty to stealing his own mother's money. Get this, uh, out of New York, a Manhattan physician has pleaded guilty to stealing his 94-year-old mother's life savings. This is a doctor, which wow. prosecutors say left the retired librarian impoverished. Dr. Robin Motz, M-O-T-Z, folks, write it down if you live in New York, pleaded guilty Monday to second-degree grand larceny. He admitted he stole the money from his mother, Minnie. Motz pleaded guilty in exchange for a sentence of 150 hours of community service at a clinic and restitution of more than $540,000, but get this, he stole $832,453 from his own mother, age 94. <laughs> He couldn't oh, wait a couple more years. I guess he couldn't just wait a couple more years. I, it just makes you maybe maybe they didn't get along too well. Maybe that's why he figured, hey, she's not giving me a, da a dime. Uh, and uh, one more here. And actually, I have an audio clip. There's uh, a lot of animal news tonight, which, hey, listen, this is the animal farm, so no better forum. Uh, this is not one of those news articles, but I do have a baby that weighs 30 pounds and lives on a French fry diet. Get this, only the U.K., only England in this case. Uh, a mother has defended feeding her 18-month-year-old daughter a diet of French fries, even though the child weighs as much as a 4-year-old. Angela Boswell, age 33, from Manchester, England, insisted... Courtney, who weighs 30 pounds, will grow up to be healthy. Oh, yeah, of course. No of course, yeah, healthy. The youngster occasionally extends her diet to take in chocolate, crisps, cereal, and Coca-Cola. How nice mm. of her vitamins. But steers clear of her greens. Ha, ah, smart move. She quote, quote her, I've tried giving her healthy food, but she won't eat it. Boswell says, oh, she might have a banana sometimes or yogurt, but she won't touch vegetables. She picks them up and throws them. Boswell said oh, she... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mother said she ate a lot of french fries when she was pregnant with the baby, which may explain why the toddler loves the food so no, much. You think? Wow. That's no. no excuse. That's no excuse. This is a lesson in dough, Wait. folks. Oh, my oh. goodness. Tell me what you were... Say what you were saying before, Tony. Yeah, well, yeah, when I, Ben and I was, you know, we, we kind of prepped for the show and we were talking about it, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, if, if I was the parent of this child, now, granted, I wouldn't, you know, my, my wife, if I ever get one, wouldn't be eating french fries or drinking beer, for that matter, like the other story that we have when she was pregnant, but, uh, you know, if, if if the child won't eat greens, then the child just won't eat at this point. You know, yeah. you, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't let the child get his or her way in this case. So, um, yeah, I mean, so this, I don't know. I, I can't believe that you're going to introduce. They, they kind of said, like, as a parent, they kind of say, oh, well, the child won't eat it. Duh. Well, you're the parent. You're supposed to make the child yeah, eat make, it. Make it happen. Lesson in parenting. And obviously, this person wasn't parented too well. But, uh, you know, with the obesity epidemic in our country, United States, and in the in in the UK alone, I mean, you have to you got to figure this stuff is just this is crazy news. And uh, well, this one right here, <laughs> uh, this, yeah, this, this is even worse. Drunk baby born 15 times over the limit. Yeah, a mother who was intoxicated during her labor at a Polish hospital gave birth to a baby girl who was almost 15 times over the country's adult drunk driving limit. Agent Franz Presse is reporting the baby girl born Monday had a blood alcohol level of 0.29 percent. Poland's drunk driving limit is 0.02%, according to a report. In the, U in the U.S., the adult drink drunk driving limit is 0.08%.
Yeah, well, I mean, that I thought, is unbelievable, man. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I enjoy plenty of drinks uh, often, but that is quite a number. Uh, that is definitely way over the legal limit, like you said. For a baby. And the sad thing is, you know, obviously the real problem is that these these children, these babies, are the ones obviously taking the brunt. Right now, in, in the story I just said, the 18-month-year-old is already chronically obese. She weighs as much as a 4-year-old on average. Yeah. And, of course, the baby you're talking about is, you know, comes out of the womb drunk, so I can only imagine what... I have no idea, but I can only imagine the mental and physical effects on these children, these babies, when they do develop into children mm-hmm. and adolescents, what their eating habits are going to be like. Um, yep. You know, you got to steer them right from the beginning. My goodness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, Ben, you're a parent, so I can't really... I'm not a parent. You're a parent. You tell me what you think. I mean, isn't this appalling? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Just, you and you it's don't need part to be of the opening articles. I know. You don't need to be a parent to understand that that's no, ridiculous. No, I hope not. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, folks, 512-646-1984. That's 512-646-1984. Or if you don't want to call us on the telephone, feel free to drop us an instant message. AOL's message screen name, Animal Farm Show, all one word, and the website is animalfarmshow.com. It certainly is. And uh, speaking of Laura Lie, tonight with Charles Ratner's second hour of America's Favorite Game Show. Nice. We have episode, with only eight more episodes left. This is episode 12 after tonight, something like that, whatever it is. We're, we're closing in on the season, you know, finale, the final season, the first season that we've kind of dictated, which will be 20 episodes. Yeah. Of course, many people care about this, Ben. That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> but uh, I, get, I better gain some ground. Pyeth as well. You're starting to get a little bit of a lead oh, yeah. on us. We'll get more on that later. Speaking of of food. I'm excited about Laurel It, it kind of makes my night that much better. It's been better. a while, huh? Yeah, of course. Uh, we, you know, we talked about the financial situation in this country, how it is worsening, how more people are struggling to pay for gas, of course, with the huge gas prices, but, you know, additionally, with the price of food uh, at, at skyrocketing, is skyrocketing, of course, you go to the grocery store now, and you really have to be careful of what, you know, your, your old bill, if it was 70 or $80, is about 150 now for the same stuff. So people are getting increasingly smarter and clever when it comes to buying food. This is, I guess this is good news here. Americans are changing how they shop to combat high food prices. I reporters say they are planning trips to the grocery store with military precision, aim, arming themselves with coupons and making sure they're in the right shoppers clubs to get the best deals. I mean, you know, it goes on. The idea is that people are really getting clever. They're starting to use a lot more coupons, and there's, there's so many things that people are trying to do now, whereas back in the day, maybe you didn't want to even be bothered with the damn coupons. You yeah. cut them out, you bring them to the store, you hold up the line for 15 minutes, Mm-hmm. But now it's almost, it's a way of life now. It's almost a necessity yeah. to really, like, you know, like we were talking about, we went to just go buy a couple of things, and the, and the bill is unbelievable. Yeah. So um, this is, you know, this is out of CNN, and it just kind of goes on. There's a little bit of video here. Uh, it, there's, I'll, I'll read out a little bit about this here. Now, now they're talking about this guy Hubbard, uh, William Hubbard here, who, um, He's scouring for coupons and deals, impulse buys, name brands, and expensive smoothie drinks. Uh, all the uh, luxuries are out. Simple, helpful, and carefully planned meals are in. Travel and amusements are much more deliberately scheduled, as is Hubbard's life in general. And he quotes here, it's more of a plan and the budget kind of thing. It's not as spontaneous, he says. You know, it's weird. It seems like it was almost an overnight thing, but of course it wasn't. And, then, you know, everybody, again, Ben, everybody's got to start changing their way, their way of living mm-hmm. in almost every single way just to kind of keep their wallets full of money. So, oh, you know, no! It's We've uh, got a lot to lot to think about in yeah. the upcoming months with uh, the inflation, gas prices now even threatening to go even higher than they are. Um, it's, and it's, it's almost just, inevitable. It's horrible. 
But, we had um, people giving blood for gas uh, to last last show that we were live. People giving blood and actually going to four day work weeks just to pay for gas. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to hear more about this, and I'm actually curious to find out what you folks are doing out there to cope with the crazy prices living in New York and Connecticut and just the tri-state area. It's just unbelievable, just with the tax alone, especially in New York. Five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. We're back. Animal Farm is back, and once again, Thursday, our first ever broadcast in the satellite studio. What is going to go wrong, Ben? I don't know. You can count on something going wrong. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Hopefully we'll have a, a perfect show, no flaws, <laughs> no issues, but, you know, there's always bound to be one, so I'm curious about that. No! Hopefully we sound good and there's no craziness. <laughs> but uh, let's, I guess we'll kick it off, Ben. What do you think? There's a lot of Big Brother news tonight. Well, we got, I got one more funny one. Oh, yeah, okay. I have a couple more, too, so <laughs> I was going to spread them out tonight. Go ahead. The name of it is... Gift wrap your member. <laughs> That's the headline from the Capitol Hill Daily Roll Call today. Which reveals that a New York company is now hawking condoms that display a picture and slogan from each candidate. The McCain condoms are branded old but not expired. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the Obama condoms say, who says experience is necessary? <laughs> there is just no shame in this. In this uh, crazy world, uh, no John shame. McCain condoms. Could you imagine what the Hillary one would say? I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and, and just keeping. What, what is what is Pi? What do you think? I'm sorry, Pi. Go ahead. I'll be the best little capitalist piglet princess you ever had. <laughs> I bet you would be, Pi. I, I bet you would be. Uh, uh, well, I guess good. not everybody. Not everybody's hurting in the in the financial way like we were just talking about, Ben. Because apparently, people are now paying two hundred dollars to have bird poop smeared on their face as part of a facial. Get this. <laughs> and the latest in spa treatments, listen up guys, a bird poop facial, as they're calling it. For $200, a new spa is offering a treatment. Yeah, $200. Bucks. Uh, it uses what it calls all natural ingredients. Take a look. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> facial, and then we use 19 gale droppings. This is a first for me. Um, Microdermabrasions and the brightening, but um, this is the first time I've ever tried poop. <laughs> maybe the last. The nightingale droppings, by the way, are the old secret ingredient Japanese kabuki actors and geishas use to remove makeup. The spa's owner says it works great to brighten, heal, and retexturize the skin. All for two hundred dollars. Yeah, right. If you're concerned about the smell, by the way, the droppings are combined with a rice bran to take care of that problem. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there is a smell. It smells like a shit. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Well, no, because the rice doesn't allow it to smell like that, Pius. But the the type of bird again is a nightingale. That's what, it's hard to hear in the oh, beginning. It's nightingale. The nightingale oh, okay. droppings. It's not like the you know New York City pigeon poop that's all over <laughs> so the building. It's elegant. It's elegant crap. I, I guess it's yeah. I guess it's you know the new thing. Two hundred dollars, Ben. You know, and uh, that's tough. That's tough. I would never even fathom paying that for anything like that. Uh, I don't know. To your phones. Rick in New Hampshire, you're on the crazy, the beloved animal farm. What's on your mind? Hey, guys, how you doing? I'm doing well, Rick. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I live here in southern New Hampshire, right? Yes. And uh, for the first time in the 14 years since I moved out of Metro Boston, I'm seeing something I've never seen before. What is that? I just, I just spent the weekend in Boston. I hadn't really spent any time in Boston for a few months. What I'm seeing is that the gas around here is a buck higher then the cheapest gas in Boston and the most expensive gas in Boston I saw was a 429, but we're running 490 to 505 here in southern New Hampshire. 
Really? You're above five over there now. Well, right, right here, and right here where I am, around here, you can still find something for like uh, you know about four ninety or so. But I, I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, well over five bucks. But what I'm saying is, down in Boston, uh, I was down there and tripping around, and uh, and uh, I saw uh, lots of gas for four ninety nine in the uh, in the heart of the, uh, the the hottest, most industrial part of the city. And as you get out to the suburbs where it gets cooler and there's uh, more wealthy people, the gas prices start going up. But I didn't see anything higher than four twenty nine. So this is the first. And what I notice is everything's being turned topsy turvy. Uh, I'm in the business where I buy fuel oil in large quantities, and usually in June or July, uh, we've had the major drop after the winter heating season, and I would usually buy a thousand fifteen hundred gallons of oil now, but I'm not doing that anymore. I hear you. Okay, listen, Rick, we got wow. a little break. I'm going to hold you over. I have a couple questions regarding that. And we'll get your comments on that. Thanks for the call. We'll be right back, folks. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. Plenty more on the way. Stay tuned. We shall return. Stick around. Hang out with us. Everyone knows how the 9-11 disaster touched them directly. On May 11, 2008, every American citizen will face a national identity crisis, implementing the Real ID Act of 2005. This is your 5-11. Imagine as soon as 2009 being barred from entering a postal office or other federal buildings if you don't have your passport or a Real ID. This multi-billion dollar implementation stands to double the cost of your local IDs. It may not stop there. This federal mandate may take from other social program funding, like education, public arts, and other state programs. Department of Homeland Security contractors have permission to vendor license information for profit. What will you have? They promise freedom through security. If a hacker can steal your ID from the federal databases, are you really safe? The 511 campaign is here to support you and your state legislators in a move to block the progress of this unconstitutional act. Please add your voice and actions to stop Real ID in its tracks. For more information on 511 and Real ID, please visit beatthechip.org. Please join us for the next committee meeting Sunday, June 1st from 3 to 4.15 p.m. at Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com with free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25 
$25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36 or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com. Great host, great topics, free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Animal Farm on the We the People Radio Network. Number to reach us, 512-646-1984. We have Rick from New Hampshire on the line. Rick? Yeah. So you're telling us about these gas prices in New Hampshire. You're saying, uh, for, my first question, Rick, is you're saying five, you saw 509 for, for a gallon. Is that unleaded regular or is that premium uh, price? Yeah. Unleaded regular. Look, I came up from Boston last night. I loaded up the 399 down there, and the first gas line I saw, uh, the four stations right at the, uh, the the ramp off the off the interstate, and uh, boom, there was there it was for 399. And when I was driving around Thursday and Friday, I saw a place around here that had like 429. It was like full service or something, I guess. So uh, I mean, everything's been top curvy. It's never been like that. We've always had. A, Cheapest gas around here, right in my neck of the woods, between uh, Derry, New Hampshire, where I live, in Manchester, New Hampshire, which is the biggest city in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, Rick, I, w- I would believe it. Uh, as far as the cause, I, I don't, you know, I can't tell you. It's strange that you usually would have the lower prices, and I'm, you know, we're from New York. We're broadcasting from New York right now, I should say. And you know, we usually would, you know, whenever in New Jersey, the prices were always a lot lower for gas, and they're they're pretty much comparable now, unless I checked. But yeah, I mean, look, Rick, it's you know, it's it's obviously a massive United States problem. Uh, there's really no reason for it. We have we've talked, you know, at great lengths so about that's the worst part about it is that there's really well, no good reason other than just flat out greed. Yeah, and I'm sure I have George so, much, so much. Thank you, George. Uh, we have so much to talk about tonight. We do have some, you know, oil-related stories. But Rick, I mean, there's, there's no reason for it. We have oil in this country, and now we're starting to see more people protest, more people organize to start getting the word out first of all, but actually start taking action and trying to find out you know uh, what, what the real reason is why we're not drilling in our own oil fields and getting the we'll oil out. Token gesture from Congress about how they're investigating price gouging in the gasoline markets, right? And it won't yeah. result in anything. But yeah. how about this, guys? Do you know about this? September 3rd, 2007, American Free Press, right? Okay. The biggest biodiesel plant in the world was being built in Claypool, Indiana, by the Dreyfus Commodities uh, Family Company of France. Do you know about this? I don't know if it's covered. I, I was not aware about it, Ben. No, I haven't heard a thing about it. Okay, well, uh, if you can find it in the archive, I think it's something you guys might want to know about. September 3, 2007, American Free, Free Press. The Louis Dreyfus Commodities of France Company, uh, family operation, they were uh, in the process of building what is called here the largest biodiesel plant in the world, and the principal uh, thing they were going to use for it was soybeans. They're, it went fully online in October, I'm reading, uh, the Claypool plant is expected to produce 88 million gallons of soybean-based biodiesel per year. Now we know about the corn. That's that's just about uh, you know ripping off the people through uh, government subsidies, and 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 now the soybean market apparently is uh, is being processed at this place in Claypool, Indiana. 
It's gonna it's gonna use seven. It has the potential to use seventeen percent of Indiana soybeans, and they've got storage tanks that hold ten thousand acres of soybeans. It doesn't say how many storage tanks they got, but this is gonna uh, obviously compete with food prices too. Yeah, Rick. I mean, it wow. seems as though, and I know Dan, he's a great supporter of the show. He emails us a lot. And he was he was speculating that some of the the fields like Anwar, for example, and maybe even the, the Dakotas, if they are drilling there now, some of the reasons why we're not getting our own oil here, or at least it's not being sold here, is because it's being sold to other countries for a lot more profit. I don't know if that's true, but either way, I mean, more and more you hear about. Not only do you hear about the oil fields in our own country, the Dakotas, even even in, uh, in Montana, someone filling in for Jack Bluff today was talking yep. about Montana's oil fields in Alaska, obviously with Anwar. So you have oil here in the United States. That's that's the one thing. But then the other problem, like you're mentioning, there's alternative fuels. And we spoke about how um, you know Brazil runs completely off of ethanol. Uh-huh. So, it, it, again, it doesn't make any sense. Sugar. Uh, when sugar. You, yeah, exactly. Sugar. Yeah. Sugar. So they have their sugar fields. They have ethanol that gets the byproduct of sugar. And they can use it to run their automobiles and, and many, many other things, many other pieces of machinery. So, yeah, we know that there's alternative yeah. fuels. And that's why this whole go green movement, I have to look at it and say, yes, I want to become a more responsible human being. But the government's not going to, you know, they're not really behind it. They couldn't give no. you know what less. So it's a huge controversy. And, and you know, in terms of the artificial scarcity, scarcity from a political level, is, you know, I even hear the neocons complaining and bitching and moaning about of course. high gas prices. Of course. You know, they, they're kind of forced to. Otherwise, their audience is going to call in and say, why aren't you talking about this? Sure. But even they're complaining about it. You know, the, the people that tell you America's the greatest country in the world and you shouldn't complain about anything. You know, <laughs> you, know yeah. you can walk down the street to, a, to the corner and buy a, a gallon of milk. Yeah, and, you know, that, that makes their country great. It does. Uh, but even they're complaining about it. So uh, hopefully these bastards will start feeling some pressure. Um, yeah, everybody's cutting down on, on, uh, on their travel and, and things like that, uh, Rick. You had mentioned that um, that you were in this business. What have you been doing to cut down on on costs? Uh, uh, well, it's summer now. <laughs> I'm, getting out of this business. I'm getting out of this business ASAP. I'm going to live on the land. No, I don't blame you, Rick. That sounds like a good idea. But you know, by the way, soy and corn are two of the top GMO crops. Too, you know, I did not know that. Oh yes. yes. Corn, of course, isn't competing with corn for human consumption because we don't eat cow corn, what little corn we eat. You know, it's illegal to eat the corn, you know, the food, human human uh, varieties of corn. Uh, you know, the, the cow corn, which is being used for uh, ethanol production, which is, uh, from the, what I've seen, it's the lowest. It's the lowest yielding biodiesel. Uh, I heard somebody earlier today on WTPRN saying it actually took a, a gallon and a half of, uh, of uh, fuel to produce a gallon of uh, corn uh, biodiesel. Yeah. No. I mean, the, the more the more you hear people talk about it, Rick. Thanks for the call. And just once again, before I move on, uh, if you can, we're going to try to look up what you're talking about. But if you can, go to animalfarmshow.com and try to post it on our forums. Animalfarmshow.com is the website, top right corner. You can go to the forums. It's easy. It's free. Uh, and that's for everybody listening, folks. If you don't want to call in or if you don't want to fast blast us, uh, by all means, use the forums. They're, they're there for you. And we uh-huh. love uh, you know getting a lot of information from the users and the listeners out there. So thanks again for the call. But, yeah, the more you hear about the controversy, you hear, like like I was talking about, then you hear about not only do we have our own supply here, billions upon billions upon billions upon billions yeah. of barrels of our own oil in our own ground. And not only that, you hear about the uh, the oil wells that were once dry now filling up again. And on top of it, we, we know that we can run automobiles, pieces of machinery off of so many other things besides petroleum-based fuel. So, yeah, uh, I mean, that's why it kills me. It really kills me. 
it, it kills everybody because it's become very apparent to people that there's a massive amount of oil in this country. Um, the, the government's not letting people dig for or anything, so it's, it's, we're having massive problems with with just uh, fuel quote unquote shortages uh, because they don't they're not willing to dig for the fuel and right. and. It's it's so blatantly corrupt that people are actually starting to boycott things now, which is like completely un-American at this point in time. Uh, you know, Americans getting off their fat asses <laughs> yeah. and actually doing. The media doesn't know what to thing. do anymore. It's, it's very <laughs> weird. Even the stupid neocons out there are, are complaining about it, and the callers are calling yeah. in. They're doing things to to change their lifestyle. So right. Well, we you know we often talk about what what's your line in the sand, and you know with topics on this show like all every other show it can range from everything from government corruption to finance to whatever. And you know when you're when you start attacking people's SUVs, when you start attacking people's wallets, hardcore. Mm-hmm. When you start really interfering with someone's daily life, and that obviously does food and fuel. Yeah. Uh, tr- two tremendous things. Then you start seeing people say, "Hey, well, what's going on?" And I think that's uh, in one way it's it's awful that we're in this predicament, and it seems like the the gas prices are just going to rise and rise and rise. But people seem to be waking up more, at least starting to look at things and trying to figure uh-huh. out what the hell's going on. You know, two and a half years ago, gas was two dollars a gallon, dollar something. It's yeah, it's not and, like there's a, a shortage, you know. No, there, that, and that's the problem. I and mean, you you can't even give me the peak oil argument. It's it's complete bunk now. It's completely yeah. out of the way. We know that that's not going on. We know there's oil. Everybody's all using place. less gas right now than they were a year ago when the prices were even lower. So it's not a supply and demand issue. You, right. Like, uh, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. So. And that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we we talked about the group that was praying for low gas prices. Well, I hope that God answers our prayers, and <laughs> I'll join them if it starts working. You better believe it. But I don't see it happening. Then I see oil, the price of oil, uh, just rising every day. And uh, you know, uh, every day I try to you know tune in and see what's going on. And. Uh, there's no end in sight, and of course, I think it was last Friday. What oil rose almost ten dollars uh, a, a barrel? Yeah, ten dollars in one day. It broke its all-time record or whatever because they speculated war with a, with a you know a Palestine versus uh, Iran. I forgot what it was. I think it was Israel. They were yeah. saying they were going to attack Israel. So plenty more on the way, folks. We have uh, more stories, more craziness. Stay tuned. We shall return. It just cost me six thousand Since 1988, Herbal Healer Academy has been the global supplier of the finest natural medicines. We specialize in keeping you alive and healthy. We provide outstanding products like ECX, Colonial Silver, Olive Leaf Extract, Oregano Oil, and hundreds of herbals, oils, books, and educational materials. We have homeopathic detox solutions for chemtrails, radiation, MSG, and aspartame poisoning. We also train naturopathic healers via correspondence education. Why wait any longer? Go ahead and do it today. Sign up on the web and receive our new 120-page catalog and a current Herbal Healer newsletter free. Simply log on to HerbalHealer.com and check out the online member testimonials and our hundreds of exceptional products. That's HerbalHealer.com, your website for safe, effective, natural alternatives and education. That's HerbalHealer.com. This is Dr. Katherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. 
Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Coco Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. Welcome back, folks, to the Animal Farm Radio Show on With the People Radio Network. We left off talking about oil. Of course, it's a you know a humongous topic these days. Yep. Every show seems like it's a major topic, and it is. Um, and we're talking about the uncontrollable rise. We talked about Friday, how it gained, I think it was close to $12. There was some kind of rumor about war with Israel. Uh, I have to look it up. I will correct myself if I'm wrong. I'll look it up. But just to end up here, we try to finish up this one particular segment, if you will. There's an article here where uh, Senate Republicans blocked a proposal Tuesday to tax the windfall profits of the largest oil companies, despite pleas by Democratic leaders to use the measure to address America's anger over $4 a gallon gasoline. So the whole idea is, you know, that the nice Republicans making sure that they do everything for the corporations are now blocking the extra taxes on the oil companies themselves because they're not making enough money, the oil companies. Christ. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, we're not preaching Democrats here. We're just saying... And actually, it's a lot of good news coming out of the Democratic Party. And Kucinich, for example, there's some good news about him. I'll get to that. Um, the Democratic Energy Package would have imposed a tax on any unreasonable profits of the five largest U.S. oil companies and given the federal government more power to address oil market speculation that the bill's supporters argue has added to the crude oil price surge. Oh, man, that's a quote. You know, uh, yeah. go ahead there, Ben. Anytime anyone, anyone says give the government more power, just... 
scares the crap out of me. I know, and that's why you know you see Ron Paul, you know, veto almost or not vote for uh, any bill or vote against. You kind of have to at this point because it's it's clearly obvious that the government and, and the uh, oil companies are in collusions, and there's an yeah. international uh, monopoly going on here, and that's the artificial scarcity and raising the prices and stuff like that. It's obvious that that's going on. So anytime somebody says give the government more power in terms of investigating oil profits, half these people are in bed with the oil companies. That's the and, and that's the thing, and you know, I'm, perhaps I'm being naive by assuming here, Ben, that uh, you know this was actually going to make a difference. But ju- you know, just for the sake of you know throwing it out there, Byron Dorgan, a Democrat of uh, North Dakota, said Americans are furious about what's going on, uh, and he wants Congress to do something about oil company profits. And an orgy of speculation is his quote. An orgy of speculation in oil markets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, granted, you're going to hear a lot more about this. And as, as these prices keep going up, you know, these corporations are making ridiculous profits, mm-hmm. and it's just, uh, it's just out of the, it's just completely nuts. Uh, the price gouging that's going on with the price of gas. Well, hopefully, uh, people will really, you know, start to boycott things in a serious manner, and they will literally just stop using their cars. Maybe well, go out and buy bicycles, uh, walk more. Uh, ride your bike more, skateboard, take up skateboarding. Oh, I've been yeah. skateboarding myself recently. There, I tell you, they're in and, you know, not to try to bring something good out of something horrible, but yeah, I mean, people, first of all, people are using uh, more mass transit, which is, you know, pretty interesting. Yeah. They're forced to do this. But no, you're right. You're right in saying that. You know, it, you hate to bring something good, good out of that article, <laughs> but it, really, an alcoholic needs to hit rock bottom in order for them to really just learn. And well we, put. We've had a such a. a, a handle, or it's just had us by the balls for so long, sure, sure. and we've been avoiding using alternate technologies, that it's just like, how, how can, it's, we almost deserve it, you know what I mean, well, not to be a, not to be yeah, a prick well, or well, anything, I mean, but. You talk about the, you know, who's really responsible for the situation we're in, I gotta blame the people, you know, pretty yeah. much as much as Georgia. the government, we're letting it, as a population, as a country of 300 million people, we have let so many of these things get way, mm-hmm. way out of control, yeah. and hey, who's buying the gas, so, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a buyer's market, I suppose, but, um, yeah, it is what it is. But again, some of the good news, at least out of his that, yeah, maybe people are starting to walk a little bit more now and get more exercise. I'm trying to look at some of the bright side. Hey, I folks, guess, yeah. We're going to go back to your phones. But folks, if you are listening for the first time, this is the Animal Farm Radio Show, of course. Uh, but, you know, we, we jump around. We go from topic to topic. We try to keep the ball rolling, try to keep the topics moving, and we try to cover as much ground as possible within the two-hour time slot. So feel free to call in 512-646-1984, and you can talk about whatever you want. It could be something that we're talking about now, maybe something that we covered in the beginning of the show. It could even be something non-political. It could be anything. As long you need as some you... ad- ad- love advice or relationship advice. or Yeah, as long as you, pay, as long as you pay your respects to Pyeth when you come on the air. Dr. Right? Ben is here. Exactly. Robert in Arizona, you're on the Animal Farm. What's on your mind? Hello, gentlemen. Uh, we're getting a terrible echo here. Oh, sorry about that, Rob. Is it, uh, it's in your phone there? You're hearing yourself or hearing us? I'm hearing me in the background, but I'll try my best to ignore it. Okay, well, that's a strange problem. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to ha- hear that you're having this problem. Hopefully, if you just turn maybe yeah, turn the volume down a little it. bit there. Yeah, I'll get over it. Okay. Um, I made a post on your site back in March 11th, suggesting that you guys might want to get David Bloom, the author of Alcohol Can Be a Gas, on your drive time show. Okay. He can go through a lot of the myths about corn ethanol and. Uh, inform people of the fact that there are about 20 other crops that produce more ethanol per acre than corn, and many of them they are on types of land. You can grow an ethanol crop that does not take away a single acre of prime cropland used to grow corn or wheat or barley or oats or soybeans. So 
there's a wide-ranging thing, a group of topics that Mr. Bloom can talk about, but I'd, I'd like to point out that I've been saving money just when I bought his book because he showed us in his book how you could start adding E85 to your automobile gas, and E85 where I live is about 299 to 310 a gallon, and gasoline's about 389 as high as four dollars a gallon right now in southern Arizona. Yes, you just you start out real slow and you add one gallon per tank fill up, and you know increasing a gallon each time until you get to about a fifty fifty or a sixty forty blend of ethanol to gasoline. And if you're paying three ten a gallon for ethanol and three ninety or four bucks a gallon for gasoline, it doesn't take a lot of brain power to figure out you're going to save 30, 40, 50 cents a gallon depending on the ratio and the price in your community. Sure. See, yep. this is great. This is what I love about our show here and, and thank you. other shows on the networks. You have great callers calling them like Robert. Um, and thank you very much for reminding us once again, Robert, that uh, must have I remember Rob that. calling. I remember him yeah. calling about this. Um, and uh, and well, I, thank you. I'm we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get him on the show. Yeah, I'm Go personally ahead, acquainted with David, so just give me the word, and I'll get him scheduled for you. The other thing is, is if people start to do this, if you can start to add E85 to your gas tank, do it real slow. And the reason for only adding a gallon each time additional is so that all the gunk in your gas tank doesn't come loose at once because al alcohol is a solvent. Okay. You don't want to plug your fuel filter up and be stalled out on the side of the road somewhere. Yeah. Hey, listen, Robert, let's yeah. do this. Cause, and, and sorry about, you know, get, not getting the guests on. We're still actually looking for a couple of people like producers to help out. Uh, you know, it's so, it's so difficult to prep for these shows to begin with. First of all, uh, e shoot us an email. Um, I guess you can shoot it right off to me, Tony at AnimalFarmShow.com. I will get in touch with you after the show tonight, one way or another, and we'll set up a phone call. And yeah, let's definitely get them on because it's something that, that needs to be addressed. And I think more people need to hear about the solutions that are practical. You know, a lot of people I know are, you know, scouring the United States, going from diner to diner and getting uh, old vegetable oil, you know, and running their buses off of it. But let's be honest, folks, you know, we're a busy nation. We all work five jobs, three jobs, two jobs. We got to talk about practical solutions. And I think maybe uh, we're onto something here with, with uh, what's Robert saying here. So yep. Um, definitely, yeah. Contact us directly there. So any any of us at AnimalFarmShow.com, Robert, you can email, email us. And uh, thank you for the call. And yeah, I mean, you know, Thank we have you. to, we got to figure out how to send this type of information out there and really get people to, uh, take these steps. This, this doesn't seem like it's too difficult to do, at least. It doesn't, but you know what? I'll be, I'll be quite honest. I'd be scared as hell to put that in my car. Why is that? Uh, my even car, if my even car's a computer, practically a computer on, with wheels, so really? I'm like a little bit, you know, I'd be worried about something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, it's, it's a I very specific car. It's a very specific type of car where you have to do, you know, well, yeah. all the parts are specific, everything's specific, so. Yeah, well, that's why we talk about practicality because you know for example my, uh, girl, my girlfriend drives a bmw x5 and you know you could only put the top grade gas exactly, in that yeah, car because it only takes the best gas yeah mm -hmm. so and I, i'm not trying to brag about my girlfriend's car <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful thing but you know it, she's spending like 120 dollars to fill up her tank yeah so yeah these these things need to be talked about and perhaps we can you know actually find some some real solutions that everybody can use or at least uh to, just to ease the burden and we were talking before about uh animal excrements uh, as far as healing people, or at least in the facial department, they were using bird droppings. But now uh, I want to shift quick gear here and talk about cow urine. The cow is revered by Indian Hindus. <laughs> in the past, the sacred beast's urine has been touted as a cure-all for everything from hysteria to piles. 
Now, a study at a Bangalore college has found that rats and mice given a daily dose of cow's urine had lower blood sugar levels. It could be the basis for a new anti-diabetes drug, as long as there are no nasty side effects. Suppose the diabetic uh, people are going to use this, they are going to use this continuously over years. So then uh, we need to be sure that it is safe. And that might not be the end to the medical powers of bovine waste. With funding for five more years, the scientists say they're looking into its powers to fight fevers, pain, and even cancer. Tessa Runsworth, Reuters. So where else on the radio can you find a transition between oil prices and health using animal excrements? <laughs> ben, it's only on the animal farm. Folks out there, it's only on the animal farm. Good stuff. I wanted to just bring that up. because I knew I was going to forget wow. to bring it up. I know. It's, it's very enlightening. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. one the only. I'm speechless. I know. That's why I did it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, excellent. So great calls, and you know we're gonna get back to phone calls. We're up against a break here, uh, folks. Listen to the Animal Farm Radio Show on with the People Radio Network. We shall return. Stay tuned. This is Steve Shank, J. Michael Stevens Group. Let's get real. Flour is already being rationed. Prices on food are getting so high, warehouses are installing security systems and guards. You can expect soon to see criminal activity in food. We're all in a foot race as to whether the food will become so expensive we can't afford it, or there will be no food at any price. We can't grow enough of our own food, even with genetically altered trash. It will give you the opportunity to eat perfectly engineered food. They think God didn't get it right, so Monsanto had to step in. If you think it's a little bit crazy to put in a supply of food, it's okay. We won't tell. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. That's 800-409-5633. It may be a little bit crazy, that's okay. Because there is no such thing as a little bit dead. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building 
building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no! <laughs> An official reaction to FEMA's no ICE policy came from U.S. Representative Gene Taylor, who referred to FEMA officials as a bunch of buttheads. Oh, boy. <laughs> Last week, officials were told that... <laughs> Last week, officials were told that FEMA had decided to only supply ICE for use in uh, medical emergencies and life-saving reasons. It's a left local official scrambles to figure out ways to make it available for the general public. During a meeting with Hancock County Board of Supervisors this morning, Taylor said he intends to write to FEMA to register his objections to the new policy. He also urged Hancock County supervisors, as well as the city councils of Waveland and Bay State Lees, to send similar letters to, of objection. I'm going to write them a letter and tell them what a bunch of buttheads they are. <laughs> yes, well, Wait. Speaking of FEMA, <laughs> I think it's yeah. FEMA does suck. Definitely. Speaking of which, there's another story coming out about you know it's it, this this Katrina thing never ends. It's like the the remnant, you know, remnants of all the Katrina problems. Yeah. And now we find out that that FEMA had a has a warehouse or had a warehouse of hundreds of thousands of items. You know everything from just things you have in the house. You know brooms, you know washcloths, you name it. And they were supposed to be for FEMA. Victims, victims yeah. of the of the hurricane, and of course they declared it a surplus, and they just gave it away. Check this out. Warehouses oh. full of plates, cups, and dinnerware, brand new coffee makers, stoves, cleaning supplies, eighty-five million dollars worth of household items. FEMA says some of it was donated, though most of it purchased by the federal government to help Katrina victims. This is the kitchen. Like Deborah Reed recover from one of the deadliest hurricanes in U.S. history. It's unreal because we, don't, we haven't received none of this. Not no, I haven't. CNN uncovered these items never made it to many of those still struggling. Instead, we learned FEMA just kept these items in storage for the last two years, then gave it all away to other federal and state agencies. For free. If this doesn't make you upset uh, as an American, if this doesn't make you want to punch a hole in the nearest wall, then I don't know what will. An honest uh, person like me had a house here. I didn't get nothing. I'm a turn because I'm about to cry. I didn't get nothing. I fought. I fought. This woman lived in a tent under a bridge in New Orleans for like eight months, something like that. To get my money. But they wouldn't give it to me. So... I end up going under the bridge. This is where she's talking about. That little bit of tent right there, that's my tent. This one right there? Yeah, the little bit of one. Reed, like hundreds of others after the storm, was forced to live on the street. Homeless, living in tents in New Orleans. This is what you lived in for eight months? I lived eight months. She lived here until a rehousing group called Unity of Greater New Orleans helped her find a home. 
a new home. So this group that they're talking, this is a long clip, you can check it out on CNN. This group that they're talking about actually helps people. They're like a charitable organization, but they, uh-huh. they, they accept donations, this whole thing. So they're, one of their jobs, they're much smaller than FEMA, obviously, is they try to help people, victims of disasters. Mm-hmm. And they could be using all the, they are in desperate need of plates, coffee makers, you know, just so happen, kitchenware, yeah. brooms, you name it. They're in desperate need. In fact, it's so bad that they could only give out one plate per person, one mug per person, one cup per person, so, you know, and on and on and on. So they, they interviewed this woman, the leader of, you know, the, the president of this company, and she's baffled. Now, not, not only did FEMA have all this material that they could have given to this company, mm-hmm. um, but they gave it away. They are the worst organization. They are the worst government agency in the world. I, I listen, Hands down. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've, there's never been an organization no, worse they, than FEMA. They, never. I, I listen to Alex Jones quite often, and I know when he says pieces of filth, uh, P.S. If you can cue that one up, just to prove. <laughs> when he says "pieces of filth," I know what he really wants to say. Only he can't. Of filth. That's right. You yeah. can't say the real. Sick of all of them. Yeah, you can't say the real words because you know there's no other way that my brain can just explain the trash that we have for some of these government organizations, these ABC organizations, these acronym organizations. I, I, I mean, if, if somebody, if these one of my... people aren't patriots! <laughs> they're not defending the republic! You, Alex. They're here overturning our country! That's right. Our precious nation! <laughs> <laughs> if one of these people, if I were to know somebody that worked for FEMA, I'd be like, yo, quit, man. Like, what are you doing contributing to this piece of crap agency yeah. that's that's screwing this entire country up that has plans to... Oh, my, could you imagine if, if if any of the executive orders went through and FEMA gained control of our government? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Well, you know, I mean, forget the fact that they're just evil and they'll, you know, start popping off people, but... Yeah. Uh, the notion... The, it's, it's, I know. They're ignorant. I, they're I, ignorant on top of being evil. I just can't. I know. I can't. You know, it, it, I guess it's the reason why, you know, we do what we do and we put as much time in as we can. But, you know, we know what happened to Katrina. We know that FEMA should be, everybody in charge of FEMA should basically be tried for a crime against the United States, for treason against yeah. the United States. We know the disaster happened here. But then you heard about, then we covered about the toxic trailers, mm-hmm. about how they were, they bought all these trailers for these people. Yep. They were selling them to, you know, they had a surplus. They were selling them to people at a discount. But they had you know, formaldehyde all over the place, and they were making people toxic, uh, sick, oh, and for the toxic fumes. And then you had now, FEMA taking over. Uh, Katrina, you had FEMA taking over. They they stood on the bridge. They forced people to stay within the bridge when the people easily could have gone oh, off to the next yeah, city over. Look, they're literally responsible for thousands of deaths. Cutting communications lines, turning back Walmart buses full of water. Yeah. Now, Ben, look, we know. I mean, and we're not going to make because we could make 14 shows out of FEMA. You're absolutely right. I, I was just trying to say, you know what? The thing that happened at FEMA, which was so many horrific things, and maybe during the break I'll queue up one more part. Thank you, Pi. It's so appropriate. And it just, you know, these are the kinds of things that I think are so important to try to relate to other people. You know, it's people get lost when you talk about Bush and Cheney. Government, yeah. But if you start talking to people about FEMA, about what's going on with the CIA, with the drug running and the rendition flights and all that, you could really start pinpointing yeah. responsibility. And I think that's one of the biggest problems. And you see that the problem is systemic. It's not necessarily right. uh, an individual problem, but a bureaucratic problem and a political problem. Right. Uh, it's the reason why uh, small government was 
um, so favored when our when our government was initially created. Right. And what the founding fathers wanted was small government because when you have stupid ass agencies like this going yeah. in, big huge bureaucratic agencies that think they essentially run the country, which they kind of do oh, in, yeah. a, in a <laughs> responsibility. Way. They have a lot of it. Yeah, and 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 it's one of the reasons you know why it's so important to to tell people about it, and not only that, but remind people that already know about it because a lot of times we forget how crappy of an organization FEMA is and how uh, well flat out legal it is for it, for it, it to even exist sure. first of all and then uh, second of all the fact that it's incredibly ignorant bureaucratic way too massive sure. uh, and all the subsections I mean you know we, we could get into things time and time again how they go into toy stores and bust people for Rubik's Cube knock off Rubik's Cubes <laughs> yeah. um, it, it's just it, it, it's a horrible organization worst organization of all time it, it really seems to be then I, I would have to agree at least from what we've been told you know mainstream news has covered so many of the events that FEMA has been involved in so many of the just the crimes that these people have been involved in and, and that's why I think it's great that's why I try to make the association I mean it's, it's easy to go around and say oh the government's a bunch of bastards they're all corrupt who cares but but if you talk about specific agencies, specific branches, like you say, or, uh, you know, arms of the government, if you will, then, yeah, I mean, let's talk about FEMA. I mean, these people are, you know, responsible for deaths of our own citizens. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking about, and, they, you know, they actually went against our own people during the disaster, cutting communications and, you know, uh, not giving food and rations to people. But you just hear about the aftermath and how the it's point still where going it was, on. To the point where it was so obvious that they were going against our own oh, people yeah. that local officials literally set up armed guards um, to keep them from, from screwing things up anymore. Right. I mean, it's just Those it's evil so dudes. horrible. It was that, yeah, we could, I'm sure we can queue up that clip on Meet the Press, uh, Bursar or whatever, you know, with the, the one of the presidents of uh, one of the organizations helping the Katrina victims, and he broke down crying because his mother died and all this stuff. And he, he admitted, yeah, I mean, the, the FEMA was, was just <laughs> not only not doing their job, but committing crime at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we talk about that, and it's just crazy. But, you know, speaking about war crimes, uh, and I, this is more of this, you know, Democratic news. Democrats, House Democrats want Bush administration invested for war crimes, so it's getting pretty beefy here. House Democrats sent a letter of it to Attorney General Michael Mukasey Friday requesting that he appoint a special prosecutor to investigate whether White House officials, according President Bush, violated the War Crimes Act when they allowed interrogators to use brutal interrogation methods against detainees suspected of ties to terrorist organizations. Ben, can I read your mind? Yes. <laughs> Are you, you're going to probably say what I'm about to say. Are, you're going to tell Michael Mukasey to appoint this man? I mean, or this woman, for example? Uh, not the person I would choose, even though he's attorney general. Uh, this guy's involved with the whole issue, and you yeah. know he's he's in, he's in bed with these people. But uh, he's nevertheless, you know, Democrats are doing this. The letter signed by 56 congressional lawmakers, including House D Judiciary Committee Chairman John Conyers, who is uh, leading an investigation into the administration's interrogation practices, says the International Committee of the Red Cross, conducted an independent investigation of interrogation. Interrogation practices at Guantanamo Bay and documented several instances of acts of torture against detainees, including soaking a prisoner's hand in alcohol and lighting it on fire. Jeez, Subjected man. a prisoner to sexual abuse what? and forcing prisoners to eat baseballs. I, what? It doesn't matter. I never heard of them being forced to eat a baseball. Wow. Okay, so this is out of <laughs> RINF.com. You know, oh, my God, the more you read this stuff, and, you know, that's... It just makes you sick. It makes you crazy. You know, a lot of times I'll sit there with these articles, and I'll, I'll be doing research before the show, and I'll just be lying in bed, and I'll literally just just get so sick of it. I'll just I know. throw it on the ground, and I'll say, I'm just sick I'm of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired really of tired of people. It. How could you not be tired of it? Anybody who pays any bit of attention to what's going on says, oh, my God, not only do we have a, a, a government full of criminals, 
These are psychotic criminals. These yeah. people are out of their minds. Our government is completely broken. And the That's fact what makes that, it so terrifying. And the fact that George Bush wasn't impeached in 2004 tells you that the system is completely broken. Not to mention the election system. Folks, AnimalFarmShow.com. Shortest break of the night. Lorelai coming back when we return from the break. And some phone calls, too. Stay tuned. Are there things that make you angry? We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order. An order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Who has the milk and apples? Who has the So are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. They want us to leave. That's what they want us to do. And I think the world would be better off if we did leave. No, folks, your wristwatches are not broken. Your alarm clocks are working just fine. You did not have a power outage. This is the second hour of the Animal Farm, not the first. That was our usual intro. So we, uh, you know, we change it up for you here, folks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's just, you know, this is why I drink. Um, so just keeping on, one more of these crazy Democratic stories about Democrats. <laughs> Democrats introduced bills to outlaw Pentagon propaganda. This one I'm all in favor for. New York Times revealed last April that retired officers serving as military analysts on television news shows had regularly been briefed by the Pentagon and supplied with pro-war and pro-administration talking points, better known as complete propaganda. Mm -hmm. The program was temporarily suspended by the Pentagon a week later. Now four senators have introduced legislation to prevent it from ever resuming again. Senators Frank Lautenberg, Democrat New Jersey, and John Kerry, Democrat Massachusetts, and Bob Mendenez, a Democrat New Jersey, and Byron Dorgan, Democrat North Dakota, have introduced S.3099, titled A Bill to Prohibit the Use of Funds by the Department of Defense for Propaganda Purposes Within the United States, Not Otherwise Specifically Authorized by Law, so you can check it out oh, for wow. yourselves. Um, you know, uh, what, what do you want to say, Ben? Your I, thoughts? What are your thoughts? I know you're dying. You're dying to say something. Go ahead. Why do you have to pass a law <laughs> to, to to see this? Because we have this a, what the problem is. The government. That's what the problem is. You have to pass a law to counter crap like that, man. It's, you have to pass a law to prevent something that's already illegal. Yes. So yeah. welcome to the White House. I got to ask Charles Ratner about this, folks. Quick phone wow. call. Uh, Jeffrey in Kentucky, the famous, the legend, the myth, the man. Jeffrey, what's up? Uh, you were just talking about that a uh, bill they were passing, talking about uh oh crap the uh, S three zero nine nine. Work crimes trying to bring them, right? The way trying to bust for work crimes. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was the other one. Yes. Yeah, they're, the Democrats are trying to, you know, impeach the Bush administration for war crimes. Well, it doesn't matter because Bush just, or I should say just didn't, but has already pardoned himself and his entire administration with the John Warner Defense Act. Yes, thank you for bringing that up, Jeffrey. Went, That's a good point. When Congress passed that, Congress agreed with him, and so Congress has now tied their own hands and said, well, no matter if you do find him guilty of war crimes, he's been pardoned already. Yeah, I mean, smart criminals realize that if they can pardon themselves for any wrongdoing, they're going to do so, especially using our own system against us. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you know, Jeffrey, I, I just hope to God, not that I think the replacement's going to be any better, especially with Obama and McCain, and we'll get on them later, Ben, after Lorelai, but I, you know, I, I just, I think we speak, I think I speak for the entire country, except for the sheeple, that we have to get this guy out of the house, the White House. He's just the worst thing. The thing that, is that you guys don't understand about the second one, about the military propaganda machine, when you become yeah. an officer, you're always an officer, even if you have retired after your name. You can be recalled at any time, unless you resign your commission. So once you're an officer, you're always an officer. And that's what oh. people don't understand about the military. Wow. Okay, uh, that's, that certainly explains a lot. So, Jeffrey, explain to me, what, you know, with these, these particular military men, what they were doing, obviously, is they were given direct orders, I guess, from the Pentagon to spread the propaganda that, you know, we're winning the war, the surge, all the stuff that you and I and Ben and Paya talk about exposing the reality of what's going on in the war. Uh, these people were trying to, they, they were, you know, hired as pundits, so to speak, on the mainstream news to, you know, deflate the truth, I guess you'd say. Well, the thing is, if you look at uh, Major General Matt Keith or Major General Clark, they specifically resigned their commission just so they can come out and talk against the war. All the rest of these fools that you hear about on the military that are the news hires, they were still acting commissioned officers. And that's the bad thing about it. The Constitution and the Uniform Code of Military Justice prohibits uniformed officers from engaging in political propaganda during wartime or peacetime or any time. So all yeah. you guys could be brought up on charges at any moment underneath the Uniform Code of Military Justice, but you'll never see that happen. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, again, like Ben and I were talking about, too, before there, Je- Jeffrey, we're trying to take a lot of this legislation, like, you know, with a grain of salt, because, you know, John Kerry's behind it. Ooh, yeah. John Kerry, who threw the 2004 election. Great. Um, you know, I don't know how serious you can take any of this legislation. There is some Kucinich, uh news. He's also introducing a Bush, a Bush impeachment resolution. Him I trust. So Yes, him I trust, too. We'll get on that later. Jeffrey, any last-minute thoughts? Even if Dennis does get that through, I mean, go Dennis and all that, but even if he does get it through, he's already been pardoned. You can't really do anything about it. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah, and no matter what, yes, either way, it seems like they're going to get off. Well, that's one point. You know, we talk about revolution in this place, and one of the things of revolution is to, is proper justice. And if you can't get the proper justice, then there is no revolution. Yeah, I and want you. I, I'd I'm, love some justice. I'm very, I'm very, very close to to uh, starting to to promote violent revolution. This I, very, very close. I hear what you're saying, man. It's it's almost hard not to with with all that's well, going like, on. It's like it's like what Kennedy says: those that make nonviolent revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. Inevitable. If you know, we don't want to resort Maybe to it's that. Because I watched V for Vendetta well, last night. Listen. That's probably what it was. Nothing wrong with V for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> Great show.
No, but seriously, I mean, you just talk from you know a, ideological stand, you know, point point of view here, from standpoint, how you know how could you fix these problems if our system of government is broken? And you're going to tell me that we could just get all these good people in government to start passing the bills we want? Please, I mean, this is a mob. It's just a huge mafia. Yeah, so so right. yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I don't know. Hopefully, we never come to violence, but I don't know how let's fix these problems. So, folks, when we get back, Charles Ratner will join us. We're going to give you some comic relief and some fun with America's. Favorite game show of all time, Law or Lie. Stay tuned. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Awaiting this episode, it's been delayed for a number of reasons throughout the last week or two. Charles Radner, you are on the farm. Can you hear us? I can. How are you, Charles? Hotter than hell. I know. Yes, and folks, the Northeast right now, it's a uh, scorching, scorching heat wave. Meanwhile, it's snowing in Montana, so. Go figure. Uh, Charles, so glad you can join us tonight. Glad to have you on the air. Uh, anything you want to talk about so far with the show, or you just want to go right to the, the game show? Uh, no, let's, uh, let's go right into it. All right, folks, you know what time it is. You know what time it is, folks. Gentlemen, it's time to play. <laughs> I figured Charles would want to talk about some of the lost stuff we were talking about. Lorelei, folks, brought to you by Tasty Golf Tees. Visit TastyGolfTees.com for America's only flavored golf tea. Yes, it's wood, it's flavored, it's healthy, it's FDA approved. Go figure. Great stuff. Cherry, grape, strawberry, and cinnamon. FDA approved. If you're a golfer, you got to have Tasty Golf Tees. It's just the bottom line, okay? Check it out, TastyGolfTees.com. Charles, uh, this is episode, I think this is episode 13. Double. Yeah, well, you know, hey, we're, we're getting down to the wire here. Yeah, eight more episodes. So this is episode uh, 12. Yes. But go figure. Who knew? So I'm going yes. to give you the floor, Charles. You're going to tell us what's going on. Folks, if you haven't played before, Charles Ratner, he's a real lawyer. He's going to spit out four laws. One of them is false. They're all crazy and they're all ridiculous. But believe me, or believe Charles, one of them, only one, is actually false. It's not real. Charles makes it up in the convenience of his own home. Charles... You have the floor. Give us the four laws for tonight's episode. All right. Tonight we're concentrating on laws in the state of Hawaii, uh, given okay. each figure is appropriate. Oh, uh, boy. Excellent. <laughs> law number one. In uh, Honolulu, it's illegal for a person under the age of 18 to possess a laser pointer. Law number two. Under Hawaii state law, May 1st is officially lay day. That's uh, L-E-Y. L-E-I, rather. For the L-E-I, okay. Uh, law number three, under the Hawaii Constitution, public and private employees have the right uh, to unionize. And law number four, under Hawaii state law, Lili Pali, or cliff jumping, is the official state 
individual sport. Okay, wow, this is this is crazy. It's a tough okay, one. folks inside studio, get your uh, you know your numbers ready. Whatever, we're gonna prop them up there. All right, so I am gonna read the laws again because uh, that's kind of the tradition here. And who the hell am I to break tradition? These are all Hawaii type laws in the state of Hawaii. This is kind of a theme tonight. Good job, Charles Ratner. In Honolulu, this is law number one. In Honolulu, no person under the age of 18 shall possess a laser pointer. Law number two. Under Hawaii state law, May 1st is officially Lay Day, and that's L-E-I. Law number three. Under Hawaii Constitution, public and private employees have the right to unionize. And law number four. Under Hawaii state law, Lele Pale, and L-E-L-E-P-A-L-I, that's how it's spelled, cliff jumping, known to the modern man, is the official state sport. Cliff jumping. Cliff jumping. Wow. <laughs> okay, so uh, Charles has buried something in this roll of garbage, these laws. I have my choice. Pyth, are you ready? Ben? I'm ready. Okay, so we're gonna we're about to guess... Which law we think is bunk? I'm gonna guess. Well, let's just raise him up. Go ahead. Oh. Three, three, and three. <laughs> uh. we, I think we all smelt the bait. Where Charles is gonna let us know if we're completely full of it or stupid. Charles, we're saying that law number three, that public and private employees have the right to unionize. We're saying that that's bunk. I think it's, he got us. It's, yeah, maybe. Well, we're saying we're all thinking. I thought I had a good edge on you boys tonight, but we're all gonna go with uh, number three. Drum roll, Pyeth, answer, Ratner. Uh, come on, guys. Surfing's the official state sport of Hawaii. Oh, oh God. Yeah, well, I've never <laughs> been there, so I wouldn't know. You oh, bastard. Jeez. Huh? Surfing's not a sport? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, just lost, we just lost California. Oh, boy. Sorry, folks. No, I, I, I think surfing is great. I think it's awesome. Your <laughs> Hawaii, listen, hey, you had, you had a question for me from beforehand? No, I was just I was just kind of making an amusing Charles that we had talked about some crazy law stuff before and I don't know I, maybe I did have a question I just didn't write it down because I'm a lazy bastard. What do you want from me? I'll figure it out later on. Um, great job, Charles, again, and you know you make us look stupid. At least me and Pius for the most part. Ben still has a pretty good record here, not fading quick. And what is what are the records right now? I'm gonna, I'm updating the stats right now, Ben. <laughs> right now, okay. So uh, out of thirteen, this is the thirteenth episode. So I was correct the first time, and then I did my math wrong, and then I was wrong. So, Ben, you're 5 out of 13, oh. which, you know, again, is decent in baseball if it's, like, against one pitcher. Uh, I am in law a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> On the animal farm it is because we're the only people who do it. <laughs> I am 3 for 13. Pyatt is 2 for 13. So, uh, you know, the good news for us is that you didn't gain any ground, but now we're talking about seven more episodes where we have to, you know, make up some ground, and you have to not make up any ground or not get anything right. So, Charles, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, no You're problem. I just wanted to say one more thing. Uh, I love you, Diana, but we're going to get married. I, I heard you are engaged now. I is am. that correct? It well, is. congratulations. Can we, hold on, Pius, can we get some, like, wedding? That's can great, Can you dig up something for Charles being... Okay, yeah, Pius going to figure something out. Charles, you are engaged. Can you tell us more about the, the lovely woman? Oh, Diana, she's sitting right here. The love of my life. Well, what's your name, Charles? Because I don't think Diana I haven't met her. One more time. Diana O'Donnell. Okay, well, congratulations, Charles. If you want, even give us a scary music. 
pious. You never know. Um, okay. This is the theme music for Charles Ratner. Yes, we're goofing off. You know, deal with it. You gotta have some fun, damn it. Well, that's great, Charlie. Congratulations. Congratulations, Charles. I am very happy for you, and uh, if I'm invited to your wedding, then I will uh, hopefully get the answers to next week more a lot. I was going to say, you got to get a couple more right before you get an invite. Yes, and Charles, we will have you in studio for the day where Bush relinquishes his reins of the United States. If that ever happens, we're going to have to have you in studio and have a massive party. Absolutely. Um, maybe that'll be the, the party that we drink the whole time and just see how... Yeah, if we can not slur. Okay, uh, that's all. Oh, good stuff. Um, Charles, you do want to say something else there? Did I cut you off? No, I was going to say January 20th, unless something goes wrong. There's a big party. Yeah, well, let's say a prayer. Um, so, yes, Ben, the country is collapsing from within, from almost Thank every you. facet, and we're sitting around and joking about things. Yes. How do you like that? Uh, so I did actually just get an uh, instant message blast from somebody saying that Charles was really, really hard to hear. They didn't hear what the correct answer was. Can oh, you repeat it? Okay, yes. For, for the listeners Sorry, folks. Yes, I, I agree with that, that person. He was a little tough to hear. Uh, Charles, you got to get a better phone. Come on. You know, we're not messing around here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer, uh, the bunk law was number four, that under Hawaii state law, lele pali, cliff jumping is the official state sport. Uh, it's actually surfing, as Charles Ratner told us. So that was the bunk law we don't know i've never been to hawaii i guess i should have known but i thought they also did cliff jumping there so i just figured uh you know I, I thought that the you know we all thought that number three that he was hiding that you know public employees couldn't unionize maybe private ones he could. does that he's tricky. always he's so good and he's so bad at the same time but there you go folks law or lie um we enjoy it it's it's a once a week thing for us to get a chance to learn about the crazy laws that you would never have heard of if you hadn't listened to the show. Indeed. So, folks, yes, when we get back, we're going to talk about John McCain. We're going to talk about Barack Obama and, and Mark Dice. And Mark Dice, the Fox. We'll lead off with that one when we get back, folks. Stay tuned. AnimalFarmShow.com. I want a lot to complaint. HempUSA.org is now offering free shipping worldwide to better serve our customers. Our goal is to get these fine hemp products to you in the least amount of time so you can enjoy what the powder seeds and oil can do for you. HempUSA.org has a warning that the U.S. food supplies are dangerously low, and we urge you to protect your family with hemp storable foods today. Tomorrow may be too late. Call 908-691-2608 or visit HempUSA.org. This incredible food source is loaded with enzymes so your body can digest the food you eat. And it creates an alkaline environment where cancer can't grow and parasites cannot live and brings funguses, viruses, and bacterial levels down and to a halt. Try our powder seeds and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or visit HempUSA.org. If the body has the proper nutrition, it will heal itself. Ask yourself. Why does our government not allow this crop to grow in the U.S.? This product is also great for pets and animals. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. 
The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E-Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. The freedom message waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. Many of you are, are thinking and saying to yourself, you know, Tony made this bet with Ben about Clinton being the nominee for the Democrats, and you know, uh, Obama. Obviously, Ben thought Obama would be. And I have yet to relinquish, you know, or at least admit defeat. And I will do that officially now. Ben, you did a great job. Uh, it's over <laughs> here, for, for Clinton. Here, here, yes. Good job, Ben. You win that bet. And just to be sporty and try to, you know, go for like double or nothing, I'm going to make another bet. We just learned, folks, if you're just joining us now, Charles Ratner joined us for Laura Lyon. He is engaged to a lovely woman. Uh, the name, it takes me at least four or five times before I can remember anybody's name, so I won't even try it. But uh, I think it's time to bet whether or not the marriage is going to last. <laughs> or we could, you know, we could do like, if, if, you know, if, are they even going to get married? Or how long is it going to last? And Charles is probably laughing and shaking his head. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, maybe we'll do that. I'm not sure. We have to come up with some criteria and go, and go for, farther with it, but. Yeah, so congratulations to Charles. My wedding gift is most definitely going to be a new phone because we could barely hear him. Uh, it was pretty tough there. A little like kind of, it usually isn't that bad. I mean, maybe just a bad connection. I know some Verizon lines are going down. No, there's lots of shady stuff going on. Crazy. Tonight. But I guess it's time to stop, stop goofing off here, Ben, and get back into the seriousness. So why don't Absolutely. you lead the way and I'll follow. Well, Mark Dice. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. <laughs> okay, Sorry about that, Pi. <laughs> Mark Dice was on Fox News. I he dressed uh, up in a nice suit and, and was wow. literally on there and, and debating people, the Fox News scumbags. And this is probably one of the worst propaganda pieces I've ever seen. And congratulations to Mark Dice for getting on Fox News, number doing one. doing a great job. And then number two, exposing the type of uh, propaganda set they are. So this is, this is great. This, this is a great clip. It's a great, it's a great clip. clip. And, and we'll probably be interrupting it a couple of times because yeah. uh, it's propaganda and, and we just it pisses us off so much we just can't let it slide. The Animal Farm Fox News segment. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Uh, 
Moving on to other news. Imagine that you are a soldier stationed in Iraq. Mail call comes around and you've got a letter from back home. But it is not from your family or your friends. It is a letter telling you that you are a pawn in the service of the, quote, New World Order. And that you are risking your life for a government that helped carry out the 9-11 attacks. This is not a joke. This is actually happening. These letters are the work of Mark Dice, the founder of a group called The Resistance. Mark joins us live now, along with Captain Pete Hegseth. Pete is a National Guardsman who served in Iraq, and he is the Executive Director of Vets for Freedom. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Um, Mark, let me start with you. Uh, do you think this is helpful for, to our troops serving on the ground? Transfer. I think that it's very beneficial. I am sorry. That's, That's not a valid extension. Please try again. What is that? Is, uh, why? Huh? That wasn't on the Fox News. Meanwhile, this Fox News clip sounds like someone recorded it with one of those Fisher Price. Remember, remember when you were young, you see a little Fisher Price uh, audio cassette recording with a little microphone with a button on it? So yeah. He recorded it with that. So, who knows? I, all right, let's just try that one again from that let's, last point. Let's, let's just see. pick up from that point. <laughs> that got them in the situation I think that if they're able to make better decisions based on the facts that they can decide to direct their lives and their careers and the positions and the, the direction that they want to go I think feeding them a constant stream of propaganda uh, is is one of the most detrimental things to them and, and to our service what do you want them to do abandon the war to just walk off the battlefield we want them to join the 9-11 truth movement we want them to ask their superiors hard and compelling questions about the circumstances of 9-11 is, is that the role of, Amer of an american soldier well, we want them to get the leadership to start thinking about what it is that they're sending these troops into. Look, everybody knows that the troops are so angry that the, they've been put in that position based on lies. Ron Paul had the largest donations from the troops themselves. The troops know, I personally know United States Marines, active Marines who've served in Iraq, who know that 9-11 is an inside job. We're trying to get the word out to as many people as possible and not keep them with the wool over their eyes. Pete, does Mark accurately characterize the attitude of the troops? No, I don't even want to. Yeah, so they obviously get one guy who probably served however long who disagrees. I'd love to have gotten yeah, 15 random yeah, laundry room or something. We talk to veterans on this show that are pretty much in line with what Mark's saying here. Absolutely. So what does this, what does this guy say? Dignify this with a response, really. I'm not going to dignify this. No, re rewind it. Re I'll rewind it. I cut him off. It's my yeah. fault. Rewind it real quick if you wouldn't mind, Ben, because I want to hear the whole thing. Oh. Just doesn't even dignify uh, the response. attitude of the troops. No, I don't even want to dignify this with a response, really. I mean, he, he knows a couple of Marines, so therefore he knows how the veterans feel and, and the troops feel about this conflict. No, pal. They donated all their money to Ron Paul, you fool. That's how we yeah. know. Why don't you ask, why don't you ask the, Not the, because Mark Dice said so, because everybody donated their money to Ron Paul, you yeah. fool. Why don't you ask the veterans who can't get health care yes. because of this piece of, you know what, government who won't support them? Go on, Ben. Troops are just a little bit busy over there. I don't think they're they're going to want to take the time to open mail from some uh, fringe political sect. They're they're too busy winning this war. That's the new word, by the way. Fringe. <laughs> yeah, fringe. That's been around for a while. That means you're on yeah. the outside of things. That means you're yeah. not based in reality. You're based in sure. uh, yeah. quasi reality. Yeah, I guess the last thing a troop serving a you know two year term in Iraq ever wants to do is open mail. That seems like yeah, that's pretty boring, especially for Americans who care about them, not like the government that is mm. you know basically killing them and letting them die. But go ahead. They're too busy decimating Al-Qaeda and standing up in Iraq. In, in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> They're decimating Al-Qaeda. 
The yeah, decimating well, Al-Qaeda. If, you know, Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda is anything these days, so yeah, I guess he's got a point. I mean, anybody can be Al-Qaeda. So. Building could be Al-Qaeda, and we are decimating yeah. buildings. We're decimating so. Al-Qaeda right now. That's wow. why we've been there for, I don't know, six, seven years now. Excuse me? Wow, yeah. incredible. We're decimating it. They're not worried about. I have a feeling these letters are going to find their way into the latrine and elsewhere. They're just not really going to care uh, what some group in Southern California thinks about their service. They know what they're doing. They believe in it. They're succeeding. And uh, frankly, for him to say he's talked to a couple Marines, you know, people will think a lot of different things. But I represent. We represent 24,000 vets at Vets for Freedom. We uh, we believe in finishing this mission. We believe in what we're doing, and that's how most veterans and troops on the ground feel. Mark, given that you, you say you care about the troops, you say you support them. Uh, given what you've just heard Pete say, how, how can you justify having 3,000 people send what well, some would argue amounts to hate mail to them? Okay, we're informing them we're going to be sending them DVDs, declassified documents of Operation Northwoods, where our government plans. What makes you think they want attack. that, Mark? Why would they want See, to know the truth? truth? I, I'm surprised he's been allowed to be on this long because you know that the little little IFB earpiece in, the, in her in her ear is like, get him off, get him off, get him off. And once he once he mentions Northwoods, obviously that's probably the end of it. So go yeah. on. What makes you think they want a constant stream of propaganda? Why wouldn't somebody want the truth? People want the facts, okay? The, so, the Marines are hungry for the truth. What got them there? Why are they there? Why are they risking their lives? And we're going to help them understand that. So because you talk to a couple of Marines, you believe that therefore most Marines and, and soldiers in Iraq want... So this guy's got kind of a broken record. He's just saying the same talking point He doesn't over even know how many again. people he... Yeah, he yeah he's, he's, he's just kind of... Okay, you're saying that you know a couple of Marines, but... but Mark Dice's entire argument is based on the fact that Ron Paul got the most... I want to know how much time this guy served in Iraq. How, I want to know how much time he served. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I would ask him. They hate what they're doing. These are volunteers who believe in their service. They believe in the mission they've been sent to do. And they're achieving incredible things. They're winning on the battlefield against Al-Qaeda and Iranian-backed militias. Why in the world oh, do they... Oh, 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 yeah, of course. Because now the new militias are Iranian-backed. Let's keep the propaganda rolling. Don't forget to mention Iran in this little... This thing. guy's got This guy's be. getting paid by yeah. Fox News. Please. Gotta be. Yeah, gotta now be. Iran. Well, it's the next, next step's Iran. you got to bomb Iran now. Incredible. Spend your time talking to politicians because everybody knows they listen. Well, 151 congressmen derive direct financial profit from the war, so yeah, I'd say let's talk to them. Yeah, They're going to give us the facts. The Marines that I know say that 20 to 25 percent of the Marines believe that 9-11 was an inside job, and they're very angry. They don't know what to do. They're in a very rough position. That's not something you can exactly go to your superior and say. And so we're trying to create a climate that's safe for these people to ask real questions, to send these questions, and to send this information up to the highest levels within the military, and so we can get our boys back as soon as possible, safe and safe. Okay, we'll finish it up on the other side here. But wow. It's not, uh, it's You're right, though, Ben. This is propaganda at its best. And I, I think in this case, Fox News exposes how weak they really are in this particular case. That, yeah, they're completely full of it. Animalfarmshow.com, folks. Stay tuned. We shall return with the rest of it.
Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. If your body isn't feeling too well these days, you're going to start taking this hemp. I say go to HempUSA.org. You may not like what I'm about to say, but you know I'm going to say it anyway. The government doesn't want the best for you. They keep you down. They keep you blue. They starve your body for all its nutrients. They won't let you grow industrial hemp. It really doesn't make any kind of sense when it's so healthy for the world and useful for you, my friends. I hope Mr. Bush will hear this song, for the heart of America wants this one. Go to HempUSA.org. If you're a truther, an anarchist, or renegade, you only want things that God has made. Go to HempUSA.org. We offer free shipping anywhere in the States. Go to HempUSA.org. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Animal Farm and the We the People Radio Network. We are uh, right now discussing Mark Dice on Fox News, and he's talking with some uh, neocon scumbag. Some message there. force multiplier. Yes, and uh, so we're going to finish this clip right here, and it's wow, really ridiculous. 
for these people to ask real questions, to send these questions and to send this information up to the highest levels within the military and so we can get our boys back as soon as possible safe and sound. You know, the only reason you can say what you're saying right now is because Marines for generations have been willing to fight for people like you to say outrageous things like you're saying, like 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, the Marines, I don't know where you got that stat of 25%. I'm sure you uh, made it up based on the couple people you've spoken with. But the fact of the matter is most soldiers and Marines uh, understand why they're fighting. They understand the nature of the enemy because they see him on the battlefield every single day, and they just laugh off the kind of stuff you're trying to pull. I'm going to have to leave it at that. Get him off soon. We appreciate it. Turn him yeah. up, get him up. All right, so let's talk to a real veteran and see what a real veteran has to say about this. Jeffrey, I knew you were going to call, and I was calling for it. Uh, give me about a minute or two. What are your thoughts on this? Go ahead. Well, this Pete Hedges, I just Googled his name while I was uh, listening to you guys, and this little fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen Go ahead, Jeffrey. Listen to his little background. Listen to his little background. He served in the 101st as an infantry peculiar. Oh, good for you, sir. You got a couple guys killed then. And on top of that, he says, civil military operations officer in tomorrow, my neck of the woods, and I guarantee you he was sitting on his thumb on that one. But you know, Jeffrey, I, Jeffrey I, I don't know much about military service, but what we were saying during the break was, I guarantee you this guy didn't serve all that long and probably didn't see a lot of combat. Well, the thing of it is, if he was under his profile, he also served in Guantanamo Bay for a year on a security mission. Uh, no. Okay, so what's, once again, what is his name, Jeffrey? So everybody can look it up, spell it for us. It's uh, Pete Hedgesteth. Spell the last H name. H-E-G-S-E-T-H. Hedgesteth. Uh, by, by the way, this guy got a bronze star. You want to know yeah. how a guy officer gets a bronze star? Yeah, got a lot of pennies together. Go ahead. Well, besides that, we had a platoon sergeant that was in charge of the defect in Samara, and he got a silver star because he made every man a stake before we went into Operation Baton Rouge. That's how you get a bronze star or a silver star in that damn conflict. Unbelievable. So, you know, do you think he's getting paid by Fox? I think he's probably one of the new yeah. pundits or just, yeah, there's no, there's, I'm guaranteeing you he's, he's getting paid to say what he's saying. Even if he believes it or not, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's just complete nonsense. You've been telling us for so long, and we've talked to other veterans on this show and so many other shows uh, about how the veterans basically agree almost 100% with what Mark's saying, um, you know, about this war, about what the purpose is, about what our government's role is in the war, and of course you, you can go with the 9-11 thing too. So, uh, Jeffrey, would you say ultimately that you agree with, with, Mark, with what's Mark saying or no? I agree totally 100% with him, man. I already gave you, like when we did that broadcast that I was on, I gave you yeah. the statistics of the guys that were in my squad and my platoon mm -hmm. and in my company and how many people decided after their first tour in Iraq, those who could got the hell out because they said, this is a load of horse crap. Yeah, it completely is. Jeffrey, I, I want to run on. I got Richard in Texas. Thanks for the call. I appreciate the input because... You know, it, it makes sense, and that's why I love the show, because real veterans talking about real issues, people who actually have been there, not just me, who have never been there. So that's really great. Um, Richard in Texas, you're on the Animal Farm. What's up? Hi, guys. That guy is so paid off, it's unbelievable. It's, no question, you know, no question. Who knows whether it's CIA or Fox or the, or the Pentagon, but he's clearly paid. He's rehearsed. He's got his uh, stick down. And, and all that, you know, there's just no doubt. He's talking nonsense, but spewing that propaganda out. 
I read a Richard, book. Richard, the, the, the one thing, Richard, sorry the interruption, one thing that really that makes me, and I not only agree with what you're saying, but the thing, the one proof about what we're saying, what you're saying, is that he mentions Iran. That's why I almost flipped out of my chair and fell backwards. He's like, oh, well, all the, we're, we're killing Al-Qaeda. And then he goes on to say, you know, Iran's backed militia Iran's or something like militias. that. And I'm like, this... SOB, you know, a POS is saying exactly what Fox News and the, and the administration of the Pentagon wants him to say. Because he had to, he had to add in that Iran was behind the militia too that they're fighting. So just to keep the uh, that made it just a, the extremely obvious the consistent log of bull crap. So go ahead, Richard, go on. Bull crap. I just, I just wanted to mention something that was really illuminating to me um, that that I've uh, read recently, and it was a book actually written I think in about nineteen. 76 or something by a guy, I believe his name is Jim Hoogan, um, H-O-U-G-A-N, and he wrote a book called Spooks, and it has to do basically with the infiltration of all kinds of intelligence stuff based in the CIA, but then you get these retired guys and, uh, you know, uh, military people who were in the intel business but not exactly CIA, people working for private corporations, all the, 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 the depth of that in our society. Uh, and, and the U.S. Uh, government and operations, even back in the 70s, was so deep and so profound that this guy's book was just unbelievable. And we can only guess at what that's grown into today. There's yeah. so many spooks out there working in so many capacities, and I'm sure this guy is one of them. And, Richard, not only that, but, you know, one of the things about real veterans out there like Jeffrey, they understand the complexities of, of black operations. They understand the, the level of depth that goes into stuff like this. So when you right. send the troops uh, copies of Operation Northwoods, really opens their eyes. They're able to look at, at the Army and the services in, in a completely different light because they understand the complexities of the battlefield and what war really is like. Yeah, and this guy's yeah, name, once so again, right uh, to assert that they wouldn't be interested in reading mail is so ridiculous. And it's unbelievable. It, oh, it's, what are you it's, crazy? You think that's probably one of the things they look forward to the most is getting mail from back home. Exactly. And keep the ties and you're back gonna home. Get a, and you're going to get a DVD in the no, mail. You're going to be happy as hell to, to get a DVD, no, no matter how bad yeah. it is. Oh, I bet you they don't, they, don't, uh, they don't look forward to getting the packages from the USO, right? They don't want to get, like, toothbrushes right now. They, they hate that. They just want to keep fighting al-Qaeda and Iran-backed militia. I don't heard forget that about the uh, interview Back earlier Russia. today on, on WTPRN on, I don't know if it was Alex or, or what I was listening to, but I was so disgusted to hear that. It was just, you know, such propaganda, such shill, uh, and, and such a paid off guy that it just, it made me nauseous to hear it. And then you had the nerve to play it for me again. <laughs> well, one of the worst, <laughs> sorry, the thing that makes you even more nauseous, Richard, is that there are people out there listening to they it that it. are going to buy it, that it's going to be like, he's the good guy, and that that bad bastard Mark Dice with his stupid resistance based out of hippie land yeah. California is really the bad guy and he's yeah. just evil and, and the troops are, aren't going to take any of his trash. They're going to throw it out and it's going to end up in the toilet. Yeah, and the, the brainwashing is so deep that you'll talk to someone who claims that they support the troops. They have their yellow stickers that they bought at Mobile from, you know, made in China. And they say they support the troops and then they'll try to back up this this this, I guess you'd call him a spook, you know, this guy who's basically full of it, saying, oh, yeah, the troops, you know, they just want to keep fighting the war. They don't want to open mail from crazy <laughs> conspiracy loonies, you know, loons. Stop being a lemming. Yeah, so anything else on your mind, Richard? 
Uh, just one other thing. I, I've wanted to right. comment to you guys a couple of times. I think you all have been searching for the guy that's behind uh, Baham Obama. Obama! That, Obama. Uh, Go need, ahead, Pye. <laughs> we need to worry about. And, and there's a lot of speculation. Sharpley, <laughs> I love it. Webster Sharpley and others are saying that Zivigny Brzezinski, uh, who is the founder of the Trilateral Commission and wrote mm -hmm. that grand chessboard book years ago, he was Secretary of State or Defense, I forget which. He was uh, Secretary Carter. of Defense under Jimmy Carter and was the creator yeah. of the Mujahideen and literally bragged about it years later saying that he was happy to create the Mujahideen with basically spawned into Al-Qaeda. A lot of people don't know. That's a great Government name. Sponsored. It's a great name to give out because you can literally say, here's a person that created Al-Qaeda. He admitted creating Al-Qaeda, was proud of creating Al-Qaeda, then wrote a book um, in, in 1999 called The Grand Chessboard saying this is the next part of the world that's going to be conquered by the United States and then Two, two, three years later, it's happening. There you go. Good terrorism. He, he's the main uh, promoter behind uh, Obama, and there are people saying that he is actually in control of affairs now that Bush is such a lame duck and has messed things up. But whether that's true or not, I don't know. But uh, uh, he, he's very much a promoter of confrontation with China and Russia and, uh, you know, in an aggressive way. And God help us if, <laughs> if that's his agenda. But... Uh, Anyway, that's that's my comments for this evening, guys. Great show, and uh, love what y'all do. Thank you very Thanks much for the call, Richard. Richard. Thank you. Oh, and, and, you know, <laughs> speaking of the long-legged pimp daddy, Obama is supporting national fingerprint registry. Thank you, Ben. I was just trying to find it. I had it in front of me, too. Thank this, you. you know, Say it. <laughs> this is coming out from the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Dianne Feinstein, Mel Martinez, um, uh, Democrat and Republican, authored a bill with 11 co-sponsors, including Senator Barack Obama, that was incorporated into a housing bill passed by the Senate Banking Committee 19-2 before the Memorial Day recess, a bill that creates a national fingerprint registry. Um, so I guess even Ron Paul got duped on this one, because Ron Paul was even saying that Barack Obama was uh, pretty good with civil liberties, but uh, apparently not. Yeah, Barack, you know, Barack speaks very well in front of certain crowds, and uh, you know, you, you, we'll talk about when we get back, of course, but McCain as well says that he would also spy on Americans secretly, just like the Bush administration. So either candidate, we are screwed and effed and every other curse that we can't say. Uh, once again, Richard, thanks for the call. We shall return. Final segment coming up. Massive news. So stay tuned. He pimps white women and black women. Obama is a long-legged back daddy. Everyone knows how the 9-11 disaster touched them directly. On May 11, 2008, every American citizen will face a national identity crisis, implementing the Real ID Act of 2005. This is your 5-11. Imagine as soon as 2009 being barred from entering a postal office or other federal buildings if you don't have your passport or a real ID. This multi-billion dollar implementation stands to double the cost of your local IDs. It may not stop there. This federal mandate may take from other social program funding, like education, public arts, and other state programs. Department of Homeland Security contractors have permission to vendor license information for profit. What will you have? They promise freedom through security. If a hacker can steal your ID from the federal databases, are you really safe? The 511 campaign is here to support you and your state legislators in a move to block the progress of this unconstitutional act. Please add your voice and actions to stop Real ID in its tracks. For more information on 511 and Real ID, please visit beatthechip.org. Please join us for the next committee meeting Sunday, June 1st from 3 to 4.15 p.m. at Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, 
survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25 Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Gives in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. It's time to think outside the box with your host, Alex Angeli, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central, every Saturday, right here on We the People Radio Network. Five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. final segment here on the Animal Farm Radio Show. Ben Miller, Tony Pax, Pia, you know the crew. AnimalFarmShow.com's website. You can also instant message us, Animal Farm Show, one word. That's AIM. We have a uh, some great callers tonight. A lot of R's, though. So we have we had Rick from New Hampshire, Robert from Arizona, Rich in Texas, and now we're going to take Richard in Austin. So, Richard in Austin, you're on the farm. What's up? Oh, my God, I can hear you breathe. Is this Richard? Yes, this is I think. Hopefully, this is Richard. I'm not Richard. Oh, yeah, how you doing, fellas? I just had a quick comment. I hate to be the heavy, but we, we've got to be a little more uh, constructive criticism more oriented towards our men in uniform. Because, I mean, I've heard it mentioned a few times that they've been on, you know, their first tour of duty and they discovered that it's a big lie. But not enough of them are coming back and making that information known. They're basically either committing suicide, some of them go AWOL and don't report. But if they don't take that to the highest mountain and spread it amongst their own, then... The crime is going to compete, you know, keep repeating itself, and the criminals are going to keep getting away. So these guys yeah. have to stop committing suicide and getting on drugs and having pity parties. And I'm not trying to be mean, but I mean, once you discover a lie and you've been used, you're supposed to get mad and expose the people who have jeopardized you and your family. You're not supposed to go into like the Vietnam vets do, go into a shell and not talk, never share the. Re- you know, the experience with people. You're supposed to expose the people who recruited you. You're supposed to expose the people who were in the field who kept sending you into the 
don't get caught up in the same mess. The Vietnam vets didn't do it. The Korean vets didn't do it. The World War II vets didn't do it. And now look what we're going through. Now, I was in the Air Force. I did eight years. I did my time. I got out just before the first war. Lost 90 days and, and, and a bunch of money. Because I didn't want to be a part of this nonsense because I knew it was a big lie. Yeah, Richard, I couldn't agree more. And here's here's the way that I look at it, okay? These these guys are really brave for going into battle in the first place. Um, they're really brave for putting up the, with the depleted uranium, the the boot camp training, and all the other things like that. Um, it, for for me, in, in my personal opinion, it's great when you get someone like Jeffrey uh, from Kentucky that comes forward and even takes that extra step of bravery. Because not only was he brave enough to fight in those wars, but he is brave enough to come back and say what was wrong with those wars. So that's just uh, a, a really great thing. And you yourself, Richard, um, you're a veteran. Yeah, there he is. Right fight. We need the yeah, applause here. Every time there's a veteran on, hold on there, Richard. We're going to give you some. Yes. Give us some applause. Go ahead, make your point. I, I still hear you breathing just a little bit, Richard. Just hang on. Watch the uh, mouthpiece here, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, I, I'm a kudos to that guy. He did what he was supposed to do. You're not supposed to come back and go into a shell and then start and continue to abuse yourself because then you become part of the, the way you get revenge and the way you restore your honor, you know, for what you were forced to do is to expose the criminals who made you do it. And then if you have to, you know, go to Leavenworth or whatever because you don't go back for your other tour, at least you get a chance to survive this experience. If you go back over there and get exposed to more depleted uranium, more vaccines, you help them, those criminals achieve their objective, which is destroying the, this nation. So no question. Richard, the, the other thing, too, that I have to ponder is how much you think this guy got paid by the government or by Fox News, whomever. It's pretty much the same thing these days with the fascist country we have. But how much you think this guy, his name is Pete Headseth, H-E-D, S uh, G, excuse me, H E G S E T H. I thought it was a D. Either way, uh, I'm sure this clip is on YouTube or will be up on YouTube momentarily by tonight. But I'm just wondering how much this guy got paid to go on, you know, Fox News and debate someone who was really making legitimate points and actually who did support the troops. So your thoughts well, on that, Richard? Well, guys like him, you know, they just need to be remembered when when justice is being served. He'll go down with the rest of the Fox News, CNN sellouts, and you know who to listen. These guys, their pay is just being able to serve the dark side. That's the, they're basically funk flunkies. We all know that. They're yes men, and they're, that's how they get their their little groggy talk or whatever it is. But, you know, these guys, you know, the, the explanation for them is they just have no soul. They're empty. Why else would you perpetrate a lie like that and then try to maintain a false debate? They, they're just yeah. empty. They, they're complete sellouts. So yeah. it's not even worth talking. It just make sure he gets his justice in the end, like like the rest of the you know the people in Germany who help uh, promote these these, these crazy uh, you know who got behind the Hitler machine. He's Absolutely, just those, and then here one of the, one of my favorite clips of all time, one of my favorite video clips of all time, is watching the Nazi shake like a little freaking girl when he's up in front of the, that tribunal. That is the greatest clip in the world, and I can't wait to see some of these scumbags in our government shaking like little freaking girls. I love when to see O'Reilly interview this guy. I, 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 Amen, I, I, brother. That's all I had to say, though. These, these troops, I admire their bravery, but once you realize, you, just like the guys, the Crips and the Bloods, these youngsters, they end up going to prison for these top dog gangsters. They, the gangsters never do any hard time. The OMGs, they send the young boys to prison. They never get a chance to see that brick 
that they were defending on that corner of 54th and Hoover or whatever. I'll never see it again because the big boys used them up, and that's exactly what's happening in the military. They're using up our young boys, throwing them away, and then, and then they're just left destroyed. So they need to come back and speak out. You know, it's just, yeah. that's the only way to really redeem themselves. That's the only way they're going to ever really feel good. That's what I do. When I was out at Bergstrom, they would tell me all the time, hey, you can't question Ronald Reagan. He's not lying. He really forgot. Oliver North wouldn't lie. I would say, sir, he's lying <laughs> and you know it. And I was in uniform on Bergstrom. You yeah. got to do that. It's now, I wasn't in war, but if I'd have been in war, I'd have been saying the same thing because I can't live with these kind of lies. No, it's not. It's not right, Richard. It's uh, and obviously you guys are getting the worst of it. Not only over there with the depleted uranium issues, with the and the, the mass issues with the health and the, 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 all the problems with the DU, and we probably should do a show just on that because we need a lot more information and some updates there. But obviously, when you get back home, Richard, there's so many other issues. If you get back home, I should say, there's so many issues with health, so many issues with education. They're not taking care of our troops. And every time I go anywhere, it could be to a ball game or it could be in the city, you see all the veterans on the street begging for food. Um, and of course, the, don't not, not just thanks for reminding me there, Pies. We do have the veterans' corner on our forums there, Richard. Thank you for the call, and, and by all means, give a call anytime. We love having people, uh, you know, on the show. Obviously, veterans. This way, we get a real look into what's going on. We have to worry, you know, not not to rely on Fox News to get our information about what veterans think. But the veterans' corner is part of our forum, AnimalFarmShow.com. Richard is the website. Please, by all means, use it. Post anything you want there. And uh, once again, thank you for the call. So. Um, but you know what, Ben? At least at least we're getting it out there, and at least we're getting some backlash. We put this clip out there, and already two veterans called in and mm-hmm. are heated about it because yes, not only are these this particular guy, this guy uh, Pete Hegseth, Pete he- it's a G, right? Yeah, Hegseth. Yeah. Not only is this guy betraying America, but he's betraying his own brothers. Yeah. Crazy. His own brothers and brothers and arms, his own military folk. I mean, he's he's abusing that. He's totally everything they they're fighting for. Uh, all these lies, he's just betraying them. So yeah, he's gonna have to answer for somebody. I'll uh, say it over and over and over again. Don't say you're you're supporting the truth and uh, troops and not talk about the plea uranium. Don't do it. Exactly. Don't do it. That's just the simplest possible thing. That you anytime anybody says to anybody that's listening out there. Do you support the troops? Or they even talk about supporting the troops. Ask them about the bleed uranium. Say something about that because that is numero uno. You're you're literally poisoning every single troop that you're supposed that you're supposedly supporting. Yeah, and really for for what hey, reason? Gotta feel more I don't think there really is any reason. I mean, what could you know? Fine, yes, it's an armor piercing round. It's an armor piercing uh, you know substance itself is is very effective, but. You know, what does it have a half life of? Six hundred million years or six hundred six million years, something ridiculous like that never goes away. Yeah. So, um unfortunately, Ben, this is what we're dealing with. And uh, I'm just, you know, again, I'm just glad to have the feedback from the veterans and the support that we have from the listeners and from the callers because this is the stuff that has to stop. And this is the kind of stuff that I think we need to start showing our fellow family members, our, you know, our even our coworkers, God forbid, people that we associate with, our friends. Uh, you got to start showing them these types of clips because once in a while you get someone on the mainstream media, you get someone on the mainstream news who breaks through like this guy did, like Mark did. And, and Mark is an expert on that, by the way. You know, he he's he, sure. he started his, I guess, political career by talking into, uh, calling into talk shows all over the place, uh, recording it, 
and uh, literally, I mean, lying to call screeners and stuff like that, getting sure. out of the yeah. air. Unfortunately, and you start, have to these days. That's well, that's the type of situation, the climate that we live in. The political climate is that if there's there's such a suppression for truth and such a suppression for any type of alternative uh, perspectives out there that you literally have to go on and you have, and you have to, to lie, lie to freaking call yeah. screeners. How pathetic is that? And then the result of all of this problem, the result of not being able to get on a, a political talk show where you should always have a voice no matter what without cursing, I guess. The result of this is that whenever something does happen or you want to show some somebody something evidential or evidence mm-hmm. of something like 9-11 or whatever, any government problem, conspiracy with Big Pharma, whatever, you try to show someone this and say, oh, that could never happen because someone would have talked about it. Yeah. This would have came out. Someone would have said something on, you know, on a radio or on a big show. Well, you can't. It's all controlled. It's, it's impossible. And it's like, you know, our radio show is different because we, we, we're like obsessed with getting people that disagree with us on the air. Exactly. And, and other places just disagree. try to... Try to Cut them out, all oh, the people that disagree. It's 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 bananas. It's, it's crazy. I think we've maybe had one person that slightly disagreed, and we want disagree. Like you're saying, Ben, we want people to call in and, and straighten us if we're crooked. I know. But uh, you know, and and certainly we're out of time now. End of the show, and we barely we didn't talk anything about police state news. We're gonna come back Thursday uh, from our new location, from our satellite headquarters in, in uh, Connecticut. Yes. And so we're gonna be covering a lot of stuff. Police state news. We have uh, DC police set up checkpoints and seal off certain neighborhoods. We have gate recognition stuff we're proposed for surveillance at airports, uh, more airport scanners that do virtual strip searches, and a presidential directive that demands widespread sharing of biometrics. So, folks, Thursday is going to be news-packed, newsworthy, all police day, Big Brother stuff. Big Brother is gaining a lot of momentum. So, uh, for Ben, for Pius, I'm Tony saying the sense in your government is American as apple pie, so keep doing it. Thanks for the phone calls. Thanks for the emails. Thank you for the support. We will be back Thursday from 7 to 9 Eastern. Take care, folks. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye.